Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Laughing Matter, Matter Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> we need to get like a... An actual jingle or yeah, something. We'll come up with one. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Well, hi, Bridget. How are you? I'm pretty good, actually. Just busy, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Busy week. Um, the first note that I have about this weekend, and it, I, <laughs> and it came to me when I was just like like cleaning my house hardcore just like going through everything mm-hmm. and it literally, I was like our old company love bombed us do you remember the first year like I feel like they're like a narcissistic Absolutely. ex-boyfriend yeah like that first year they took us out to like bars they're mm-hmm. buying us meals yeah do you remember that Christmas card that they got us yeah and the bonus yeah yeah and I was just like oh my god and then You're I never so heard right. from them again like yeah. they love bombed us. Like, yeah, they love bombed us that first oh year, my. and then they pieced out. Yeah, and then they found a new club to, to find, <laughs> to love bomb, and then we were left in the dust. That's like their mo. It's like they start out being like, "You're so great, everyone is so great," da da da, and then like the second you do something wrong, like they're like mm-hmm. mean, they mm-hmm. ignore you, they're passive aggressive, like. Yeah. And you're like the worst thing that's ever happened in the world. Like that's right. how they act. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking about it. I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. We are like, this is our therapy. So if anyone's ever thought, like, I can't believe they're doing that. No, this is like our therapy to get over an ex, I feel. (laughs) Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. Well, in other news, I posted this on our Instagram story. Rosebud Baker went to go see Tom Sandoval and the most extras and then took a photo and actually put that on Instagram. I know. What? Like, why would you do that? Go stand next to Ariana and... Um, I know. She, like, wrote in her caption, like, Team Ariana, obviously. But then I'm like, then what are you doing? Yeah, I would not go up and hang out with your ex-boyfriend and be like, but still love you. Love you, Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you do that? That's so weird. Even if my ex-boyfriend was famous? Yes. Mm. I would just, like, write, like, mean Reddits about the experience. Yeah. And, like, pretend it, that it didn't happen. Yeah. But I would give, like, zero-star reviews. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck. Also, though, from that situation, I found out that Rosewood Baker and um, Andy Haynes are Andy Hayes. Um, they're expecting a baby. She's pregnant. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, know that, that either. I don't know if she was pregnant when we actually like did her special, but I don't know. Um, I thought that was cute. So congratulations to her. Yeah, congratulations, but make better choices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go uh, celebrate Ariana. Yeah. Um, Okay, other old comics. Uh, do you remember Bobcat Goldthwait? Yeah, I love Bobcat. He is on my list. I, th- I like people that I forget, but absolutely top three, I'd say, favorite yeah. people that have ever come to Home Club. Mm-hmm. And he was on your favorite, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> and it was no! I know. What? <laughs> Bobcat, no! I didn't even. He has actually a lot of people on there. I was like, holy shit. That's so a many. little upsetting. I'm upset. He's been on it before, too. Like, they're buds. Are you kidding? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Um, so I don't know. I listened to the episode though, and yeah. also I did not realize. Stop listening to Joe Rogan. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you introduced me as like a hate train, and yeah. now I'm like, no, I'm like a. I, now you're I like kind to... of a fangirl. What the? What are you doing, Ellie? <laughs> I, I don't listen every week. Just only because it's like good people, and okay. I love Bobcat, and yeah, I don't I think do he goes. Bobcat. I never see him on other podcasts. He's not exactly no, he's on like, like so... Sheena or Lala's. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, he's good shit though. He is good shit. I feel like he also is a good dad. I remember him bringing up his. I think he reminds me of Tony, like my dad. Okay, <laughs> he just yeah. brings up like his kid and just like he's so proud of his daughter because she's in the creative world as well. Yeah. And like she does sets or something like that. Um, it's just a fucking good guy. He is a good guy. I picked him up from the airport when he did home club and he was like, I'm so hungry. 
can you take me into a place that has vegan food? And I was like, ooh, this is haunting. And we like looked up some restaurants and there was uh, like a sushi place that had vegan food. Nice. So we went there and he shared his, what was it, ginger fried rice with me? Ooh. Yeah, it was delicious, that first of delish. all. And we just had such a good meal. Like yeah. he was talking to me about like his life and his history and his friendship with robin williams and like he was like his best man at his wedding and stuff like that like they were yeah tight they were best buds yeah and it was yeah it was really cool he's a he's a really cool dude i think he he just for yeah i would love that i wish that he had come when i was managing because i would out of everybody I, i feel like he would just be a good person to talk to yeah he was around during times that i'm like oh you're like He's You're like cool an OG, dude. Yeah. cool dude. He's like he's like a rock star yeah. of comics. That's I what I was like. gonna yeah. say. Like what he was talking about on Rogan's podcast. He used to tour with bands mm-hmm. more so than comedy. Yeah, he like open for bands. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about how he would go. He went on tour with fucking Nirvana. Yeah, and how they were invited to some metal situation event or whatever yeah. concert. Um and. Kurt went there dressed in drag mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just like such a he thought it was hilarious because like you're gonna send, you're gonna invite me to some metal shit like I'm gonna show up like this <laughs> yeah that's awesome <laughs> what a little badass I actually have like a couple of offshoot stories that kind of involve that Bobcat or Kurt Bobcat and Kurt nice um do you want the sad one or the cool oh, no. one first actually you know what I can't tell you the cool one yet mm. we'll talk about it later okay um but I'll tell you the sad story so Bobcat, like I said, was best friends with Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. And at our clubs, we used to have like those big, I'm sure they still do, mm-hmm. um, print off like big black and white pictures of comics who have passed. Oh, so sure. like, mm-hmm. it, we'd call it like the wall of the greats. So all around the clubs would be these like giant black and white headshots of all the great comics who passed away. Right. And at L Club, we had one that was Robin Williams up on the wall. Mm -hmm. And there was this guy who came to a show and I almost want to say that it was Drew Lynch's show, which is kind of funny because he's our special of the week this week. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know for sure. I can't can't remember. But he came to a show and he got super intoxicated and he was like, basically like, I want to buy this Robin Williams picture. Mm. And I was like, we just get them printed off at like Signorama for like 80 bucks. Like you can print yours off. And he was like, I will pay you $3,000. Oh my gosh. So I called the owners. I was like, do you want me to sell this for Mm $3,000? And they were like, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I, so I did, I sold it. And like, this guy was fucked up and he was acting really weird. And his friend kept on coming up to me and being like, this is not him like I don't like yeah like nervous for him and I was like I don't know what to tell you dude like I'm not a, I'm not his mom like he wants yeah. to buy this picture for three thousand dollars I'd you know sure, sure like yeah. whatever and so he buys the picture and he he leaves and it was just like a weird interaction and a few days later we got a message on our social media and it was that guy's sister and she was like she was very nice but she was like he took that picture home mm-hmm. sat in front of it and killed himself oh my god and then she was like can i just bring it back and get the money back and i was like yeah oh my goodness so she brings back the picture and again she was really nice and gave her the money back and um obviously it was like really sad yeah and i was really affected by it like what a messed up situation well yeah absolutely that Um, energy yeah and just to be like 
had if had I made a different decision as a manager, like somebody might still be alive today. Aww. You know what I mean? That's so such a tricky like place to put yourself in because yeah. like potentially, but also maybe it, he probably was gonna do that one way or the other, and yeah. like this was it could have been like a. I don't know, poetic moment for him where he just needed that. I know it sounds terrible yeah. regardless, but don't put that on yourself. Yeah. That's so it terrible. had me messed up and my assistant manager came in and again, we had like a really good relationship. Like mm-hmm. he was very supportive and we trusted each other and he was like, look, I'll take care of it. Like I'll take oh. it home and I'll, I'll burn it. Um, the picture. Yeah. And I was like, okay, great. So that's what he does. And about a month later the owners came to town and we had at this point gotten a new picture of robin williams and it was a different headshot and he was up on the wall again but the female owner approached me and was like hey i don't like this new headshot where's the old one i want to put that back up oh god and i was like the one that a man killed himself in front of like you want to put that back up on the wall yeah the energy that you're bringing into the club now like no like ghost mirrors we've talked about this not even ghost mirrors like where's your empathy yeah you know what I mean? And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, we, like, my assistant manager took it home and, and burnt it. Like, it's no longer there. Got rid she of it. was like mad at me for it. And I was like, that I think for me, that was like a really solidifying point of like, oh, I can't continue to work for someone that doesn't have like the emotional threshold, maybe. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. The emotional threshold to understand like that that is fucked up. Like, we're not going to put up picture. Mm-hmm. that someone sat in front of and yeah. killed themselves back mm-hmm. up on the wall like that's fucked up we're not gonna do that if you don't if you don't have the emotional capacity right. to understand that or to like care more about the visuals of your like wall space yeah like who cares about the optics who cares? and spend <laughs> another 80 bucks and yeah. get the the True. same picture again right like yeah i don't know just or even just like situation. checking in on you like how the hell are you that you just had to deal with the situation yeah. like that could have been it like there was no like are you okay like hey that's really messed up i'm sorry you had to deal with that like yeah you know because yeah because it's one of those just like life situations where it's yeah. like are you okay <laughs> like, no it was God. like hey where's that picture i actually like it better i want to put it back up on the wall oh my god ma'am yeah are you kidding Mm-hmm. yeah so i guess for me that was a point where i was like oh i'm I I can't stay here. Yeah. I can't stay here and continue to work for you because you have sense. no empathy for anybody. Like yeah. you're just so focused on just yourself. Yeah. Basically. The optics of the club. Yeah. Ugh, well I'm so sorry that you had to deal with that because that is okay. terrible. It was really sad. That is sad. Yeah. Well, fuck. <laughs> sorry to bring the pod down. <laughs> no, it's terrible though. And Rest was it they yeah. like, shout out to his very nice sister. She could have been so angry and, right. and aggressive and she wasn't she was can you so imagine kind. yeah like somebody just spent three thousand dollars you know what i mean yeah. and like thank god you are like a decent person because what if she got a hold of the woman owner who was there and was like i'm not gonna give you back oh your god. money like i, I could have sent that in a situation oh okay well good at least it you know i don't know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay well bobcat um Podcast, you're great. Stop going on Joe Rogan's podcast. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, do that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't actually too bad because I feel like he Bobcat talked the most, and Bobcat That's has good. like hilarious stories. Do you remember him talking about going to the Juggalo gathering of the Juggalos? I do. Okay. Yeah. Riker remembered this as well, and I'm like, this is the first time I feel like I'm ever hearing this. Yeah. Riker's like, no. So regardless, uh, Bobcat went to go to the gathering of the Juggalos. Um, and I think that's just so badass. You're like in your fifties and you yeah. used to tour with like, he's just so, I want Bobcat to be my best friend. Yeah. Like I just, I feel like I'd never get sick of this dude. 
Um, but he goes there and he talks about how he was with somebody like the manager of the whatever and somebody comes up and just smashes the guy in the face <gasps> with a fucking can of Fago. What? Because <laughs> Fago's like their thing for, you know, Juggalos. Like that's their Is soda. It really? Yeah, they love to like spray it around at their shit. Like, Why Fago? Because ju- it's like all the different colors? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I've honestly never met a real life in-person Juggalo, but no. I was going to ask you if... Because they have the gathering every year. It's I crazy. got invited this year. Let's go. You want to go? I think it's only like, I think it's in like two weeks though. I don't think. We yeah. Can. And honestly, I think it is. I was going to say though, we should go. If you were ever invited, would you go? Who the hell invited you to Juggalo gathering? One of my friends who is actually a server at, at L Club. That's she was incredible. Like, Do you want to go? That's incredible. Okay. Well, reach and out to like her. it's like space themed. It's like alien. I love that. Space theme this year. Do you remember that Halloween? We did Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, we did Halloween or yeah, aliens. aliens. That was fun. We'll post a picture of that. Yeah, and let's just go. Yeah. We can just use our shit from that and <laughs> head out there. That sounds so much fun. I know. I like didn't know what it was at first. Like it doesn't tell you like this is the gathering of the jugglers. Like it's like join us on like a space adventure, like blah 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 blah. Like so she was like, Do you want to go to this? And I was like, Yeah, I I'll go with you, mm-hmm. like space adventure, hell yeah. And I showed it to Jacob and he was like, That's the gathering of the juggalos. Yes. Do you you wanna to go to that? And I was like, I don't really even know what that means, so <laughs> I think it would be such a fun experience. I think I would be terrified. I would need to bring Riker. Like it wouldn't it would definitely be like I would want my security to be here. I feel like I'd want a mosh pit so bad. Like I uh, I have so much anger in me for the yeah. last few years that I'm just like yeah. Let's beat somebody up. You know what I need? I think that we should go to one of those rage places with yeah. like that you gotta break shit, like <gasps> oh, get our limp biscuit on and yeah. just we'll t- I'll take you there. That would be so fun. I, I don't want to save really you from a fight from a mosh pit and the gathering of the juggalos. Maybe but. I just need to get beat up myself. <laughs> Maybe. Then I'll feel better. Just fucking fight people. We'll just get you into a fight, we'll be good. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Jacob, I have to record a correction from last week's comment T, which is that Aaron Rodgers mm. will actually be the starting quarterback for the Jets. So I'm sorry, Packer fans. My B. He will My be bad. starting for the Jets. Good for him. So excited for him. I'm so happy I'm so for, him. for him. Honestly, I'm not even that mad. If you don't want to be here, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not going to... Go add some drama at the Jets. We don't need it. Truly. I feel like the Jets are just where... I feel like you said something about this. They just... That's where the they Packers... They all the Packer players. Yeah, it's where Packers they go to retire. They somebody else, too. I hear Cobb. Are they the Florida of Wisconsin Packer players? Like, that's just where they all go. But it's in New York. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like where they go to retire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just not Florida. Uh, that's so funny. That is where they go to retire. They Fuck do like their last two years there where they're trash. Yeah, and then and they're then just they done. So. Terrible. So. Go pack up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. Loved that about Bobcat. Um, one thing that I saw on the internet that kind of scared me because I'm just old now. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard of people, Gen Zers mostly, calling people performative virtue clowns on the internet? No. What does that mean? And it was straight in reference with a tote girl. That is what. An what aesthetic. is a tote girl? It was oh, a thing. God. It was like a girl that carries a tote. I have a tote. Kind of. Does that make me a tote girl? It's it's uh, ish. It's like the, 
she was, she said it as they put the ill in millennial and it's like a woke white girl it was it was it was sad but i was just like and basically coming for us i know we never did anything i know we're just surviving we're just trying (laughs) they made it sound worse like it was like white girls who say that they are about this Mm -hmm. and they will post it on the internet but then they don't actually go and do anything about it okay and I can kind of get it, but like at one, at what stance are you just like way too much online yeah. that you're giving a shit if I post something about some event that I don't do anything else for? <laughs> like I get it, but like also like who is, is like clocking like, my fucking posts? Is it more like their vibe though? Like say they like post something about like Black Lives Matter, but yes. then when it comes down to it, like they don't stand up yes. when there's like a. a racism a bigger situation. thing absolutely and okay. i think that's what they were more so going for and like okay. for sure i understand that but i'm just like this is a whole aesthetic of a person that they are like really committing to yeah. and i'm like the problem is that i can definitely picture this person in my head yeah there is like I a whole bunch get it world market was the thing <laughs> fuck world market first of all why is right. a cup 75 dollars what from peru i don't know i don't from know peru. <laughs> go to tj maxx you can buy things from peru yeah um yeah, that kind of makes me sad. I, w- I really want Gen Z to stop coming for us because we never did anything to Gen I know. Z's. And we I'm like, forged their path to be who they are now. They're welcome. They're yeah. honestly so funny because we are so funny. Because we had to go through all the trauma. Yeah. You're welcome. We gave them their jokes. I know. My sister is hilarious, though, and, and in, a, in a weird way, and she's very Gen Z. She's so Gen Z. It's. Yeah. Hurts me. Um, she texted me yesterday and she goes, I just went to Tractor Supply and I bought 10 ducks. And I said, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes, no, I bought 10 ducks. And I was just Actual like, for ducks? what? Yeah, she put it in order for ducks. <laughs> I was like, this is what the coolest thing you've ever... She lives in your parents' house. What is she going to do with... T- 10 is a lot. They made her return them. But I'm just like, I love this. I love this energy from you. I don't know what it is and I don't know how to label it, but I just love it. It's just like... But where's the forethought? There is none. Whereas, like, what there a, is none. <laughs> I would get one duck or maybe two ducks. Like, she lied that to my mom and was really like, funny. Yeah, she said one, and then she actually ordered ten. And I'm like, you're an idiot. What are you going to do with ten ducks? Do you guys know. even have a pond? No. No, there's not even a water source near your parents' house. No, not at all. So, so you're yeah. just going to have ten ducks in your basement? <laughs> I hope so. Ten is a lot. I'm more so, you know, in the back of my mind, I feel bad about the ducks. I feel bad for the ducks. And, like, thank God she's not getting them because yeah. she's not, you know, able to be a duck mother. Yeah. But I really just wanted her to duck show up mother. to... <laughs> I just really wanted her to go and record the look on my parents' faces when yeah. she showed up to their house. And my parents are, like, OCD neat freaks. Like, yeah. anxiety if somebody shows up without, like, unannounced... Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it just would have been so good. That's worse than showing up with a with a dog. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever showed up with a pet? I came home with a beta once. Um. Yeah, I've showed up with a lot of pets. Actually, yeah. I, you just <laughs> you just have dogs randomly. I did. Um. My my dog Pepper. I bought him while I was out drinking at a house party, and yeah. I my brought him home. And my mom woke me up at like six in the morning and was like, "Why do we have a third dog in this house?" And I was mm-hmm. like, "Surprise." Um, and now he's like the most loved dog yeah. of all the dogs you've ever had. Like both of my parents just dote on him. Yeah, he's like their grandchild. Literally, that's so cute. Yeah. That was meant to be. It really was. I love that. Well, um, do you have your two truths and a lie? I do. I'm excited. I want you to go first. Okay. Okay, go. I 
first one. Um, a comic brought me backstage to a Foo Fighters concert. Mm-hmm. Second one. Um, I had breakfast with Gilbert Godfrey. Mm-hmm. Third one. I met D.L. Hughley's wife and mistress in the same day. Ooh. That's hard because I remember I was not there for the DJ show because it was on Valentine's Day mm. and I had plans. Ooh. So I don't know. You could have met wives, mistresses. That's so hard. Okay, what was the other one? Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Love Everlong. Favorite song ever. Um, That's then, a bold statement. I love it. It's like my favorite. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know. It's insane that I'm so decisive on something, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me see. What was the other one? Foo Fighters. I had breakfast with Gilbert Gottfried. R.I.P. R.I.P. Gilbert Gottfried. Okay. um, I'm going to go breakfast. For the lie? Mm Mm-hmm. Nope, I did have breakfast with Gilbert Godfrey. Ooh, mm-hmm. interesting. The lie was the meeting D.L. Hughley's wife and mistress in the same day. <sighs> I met them two separate days. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's incredible. Um, yeah. How was breakfast? Where did you go? And I um, how to, was it? Actually, that little bre- breakfast restaurant that's like right by my house. Um, it's just like a little dive diner. And it oh, was, cute. Yeah. It was good. And at first it was kind of awkward because when he's not on stage, when at that time when he wasn't on stage, he kind of wasn't totally there. Like mm. almost to the point where I was like, I don't know if you should be traveling by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once we started talking, we talked about how movie theaters and the post office mm-hmm. were both dying because of like streaming and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, once we started talking about that stuff, then he was really into Open. it yeah and we had a good conversation for like an hour and a half i love that oh yeah. what yeah, kind of what, what did nice. he get for breakfast i don't remember i would have i would have i feel a like a lot i know lot. that he got a lot he got like two <laughs> meals love that he was very food focused like yeah every time i drove around somewhere we had to stop somewhere to eat and even when i was bringing him to the airport to leave at like four in the morning he made me go through the mcdonald's drive-thru really yeah i wonder why i don't know this and really we had to, to i had to put like sandwich I had to bring sandwich making materials to the hotel so that he could make sandwiches in the hotel. Oh, well, he yeah. just likes to be fed. That's he so just likes sweet. To eat. How old was he when he? Old. Old, old, right? I mean, it was here. maybe a year and a half before he passed away. That's pretty impressive that he was still touring and doing clubs like mm-hmm. home club and stuff like that. Did he make it to L Club when you were there? No, he was he was gone by then. Oh, R.I.P. That's sad. I do remember him coming. I don't remember the shows, but I remember seeing I remember him. he had a joke about, um, like, a father molesting a daughter. Oh, my and God. And we had a customer call ahead of time and, like, request that he not make that joke because that happened to her friend that she was going to the show with. Oh, my gosh. And I had to be like, sorry, we don't censor material. Yeah. And, like, Gilbert, as nice as he is offstage, like, on stage. His personality is like if I were to bring that up to him, I think that he would have like leaned more into that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, like, advice to anybody. We don't, we don't censor it, and I don't remember. I don't think he ended up doing the joke because it wasn't. I don't remember it becoming a big deal later on. Okay. Or maybe he did, and I just. 
I feel like, yeah, even if he didn't mean to bring it up, it probably would have been brought up in some manner just because he put that idea in his head. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So So I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Can you imagine? Also, just like, and we don't censor material anyway. Like, you you can't call ahead and be like, hey, can you have this performer actually not do his act? Can you imagine? having anyone i'm just gonna be like yeah call the foo fighters and be like hey can you guys not play ever long actually can you just make sure that they just don't do that yeah that song actually like really makes me sad because it was my breakup song with my first boyfriend yeah like the audacity not saying that that's the same as getting molested by your father no definitely not the Um, same thing but just also like you can't maybe don't go to the show if you know that he has a joke like that yeah you know what i mean like maybe that's not your comic then right exactly so I don't know. Just know who you're gonna go see, and maybe, yeah. <laughs> I think it worked out though. Hopefully, for that's them. good. That's good. And he was sweet to you. He was a good guy. Yeah, he was great. He was very nice. Okay, I have my two truths and a lie. Okay. Okay, first one. I made out with Samuel J. Comrose, manager, at the bar next door after Saturday's show. Um, I had to sneak a panicked Jason Muse swiftly out the door to get away from a creepy stalker in the crowd. And TJ Miller sent his merch in a box labeled as weed to my front door. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that the Jason Muse one is true because I accidentally sat the stalker right front and center. So my B, Jason Muse, um, to be fair, you did not give me a description of her. So did you get any, yeah, did you get any notice of that there was a stalker situation? Because sometimes we are told beforehand. No. And it was just like, hey, this girl's been creeping. Once they like got on site, they were, they told me. Okay. But like they got on site like halfway through seating. Oh, yeah. So she was already there and sat because she was our first person in the door. Oh, yeah. And she came to multiple shows. She came to every show. Yeah. For like so, tried to front row it. He was like, whatever, it's fine. Like she can be here. He's like, I just don't want her like in my sight line because it, it messes me up. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh. isn't that so weird? And I remember <laughs> that girl being like so, like she, I don't know. She looked like normal, normal and like cute, like she kind of yeah, like. But she, I guess, was like, she was basically like going like following him on tour and taking pictures of him and like posting them online and like acting like they were in a relationship, like to the point where like his wife was like angry and upset about it and like being like is this real right and then she would like edit the pictures to look like they were like canoodling oh my yeah it was like yeah that is so weird she was psychotic and like what a weird guy to fixate on yeah like what a choice because she was pretty good looking too yeah 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 i remember her being like she's she was cute yeah she was cute that is Um, so weird so so yeah i think that one is true Mm -hmm. um we also spoke recently about a package <laughs> labeled weed. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if it was TJ Miller. TJ Miller. It does sound like something that he would do. He's really funny like that. Yeah, quirky. The first time we ever texted, it, he sent me texts. I don't know what they were. Like those voice video messages where you can look like a giraffe. Okay, yeah, like yeah, yeah, That's how he was, like, texting me. Or, like, the memojis, I think they call them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So he's, like, talking to me via giraffe. So I feel he's like a he goof. Probably would have done something like that. He's a goof. Um, and I'm not sure that you would make out with anybody. But also, you were an alcoholic. <laughs> so... <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um... I'm gonna go that you didn't make out with anybody. 
accurate. Good for you. <laughs> Very true. Did um, you want to make out with somebody? No, not no. at all. Um, not. No, absolutely not. I only say this thing about Samuel J. Comrose. It was not his manager. It was his feature. Oh. His opener. And remember, we all did go to the bar, but I turned did around. Did you make out with him? I did not, but oh. some girl was making out with the feature. And I ran. I went to high school with this girl. Haven't oh. seen her in years. <laughs> and I turn around, and she's randomly making out with name? the comic. Oh, he was funny. Ralph. Ralph. Ralph Guerra. Yeah. Yes. I think I still have him on Facebook. <laughs> Or some sort of social media, but he was no, he was great. Um, but no, I he I, yeah, I turned around and he was making out with some random girl that I went to high school with. That's so small funny. town shit. That is small town shit. <laughs> Not surprised at all. Right, and then TJ, yeah, he sent his. He has the best merch, mind you. I think it's so clever that he does hot sauce, and I think Me he too. did peanut butter or whatever. Mm-hmm. I still have two of my hot sauces. I have one hot sauce. Have you ever used them? Yeah. I, I think I used a little bit of one, and then I was like, this one, I'm, I'm just saving. <laughs> yeah, the signature on mine kind of rubbed off, yeah. but that's Same. okay. But, um, yeah, you were right. Yay! I did not make it out with anybody. That's good. I did go backstage to a Foo Fighters concert. I love that. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I'm so jealous of that. I remember, because so, I was, yeah, I was gonna... Shit, what is his name? Tim Hanlon. Tim Hanlon. I loved his him. cousins with Dave Grohl. Mm-hmm. And so just Such a cool flex. That, like, right? <laughs> Tim was like doing the club and then mm-hmm. he was like, Hey, Dave is having a concert. They came in a day early, I think, because it was like Is that what it was? It was something like that because I would have been there or something. I know it was lines. a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I was working was at the mic. the Irish bar. Yeah. Oh the so fun though. Did they play Everlong? I don't know. Oh my god, that's the only probably only one. it's probably I'm not even a big Foo Fighters. It was fan. super cool. I gotta stand right behind the sound guy and look at all the people. That's so crazy. It's pretty neat. That is neat. That's super And like awesome. be in their green room. I was like. That was cool. But I arrived late, so I didn't actually get to meet anybody. Oh. And then I left early, too, because uh, I was like, I want to go home and go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot of people. Because <laughs> I'm elderly. I'm, uh, I'm old as fuck. Yeah. But I do still have, um, I was given the, what is it, the guitar pick. Oh, nice. That Dave Grohl used that night, and I still have it. I love it's that. cool. Dave Girls Good Shit. Yeah. They did a uh, Foo Fighters, like, Halloween horror movie. What? <laughs> it was, like, they went to some house. It came out, like, last year. I think it was, like, studio something. And, um, yeah, they went to a house to, like, record an album, but the mm-hmm. house was haunted, and it was just so stupid, but, like, so good. That um, is so funny. Why <laughs> I did I never hear about that? <laughs> I don't know. I found it, um, I don't know. I found it on TV somewhere. Last year. Do you know they also just released a Foo Fighters pinball machine? Really? Yeah. That's adorable. I know, right? And so random that you know that. Are you, well, because pin- Jacob works at the game bar downtown. Oh, yeah. like the bar. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have a random like interest in this? No. <laughs> okay, well, I feel like that's all I had for Comedy. Should we okay. get into Special of the Week? Yes. All right. All right, so this week, for special of the week, we have Drew Lynch, his new special, mm-hmm. the what is it? And these are jokes. Yeah. Which he said throughout the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was good. It was like super short, which was nice because we were both running late. And had, yeah, <laughs> actually, did you watch it last night? I did. Oh, I put mine on an but, hour before you're supposed to get yeah. here. But <laughs> uh, what do you think? I thought it was terrible. I thought it was pretty freaking awful. I think it was 38 minutes and three jokes. Yeah. That's it. It was just like. It was just bad. I My notes are... I'll read them to you. Very long walk onto stage. 
yeah as intro Mm -hmm. like it's like one of the intros where you like follow the person from the outside you know and you like they're walking onto stage you kind of go backstage with them yeah which fine i guess classic intro but Mm -hmm. it was it was longer than i wanted it to be Mm -hmm. and also unrealistic Mm-hmm. nobody is walking from the street just directly onto stage <laughs> yeah you're in the green room like an hour before the show Let's, right you know or yeah. not an hour but sometime you yeah. know what i mean like mm-hmm. maybe record that walk see right. the green room record the walk like you're not just walking in off the street from the street and back into the off the stage yeah yeah um i did notice that his ring is now on so he is officially married because oh, he's been cool. engaged for a little while and his fiance is very or now wife i assume it's mm-hmm. very very nice i liked her a lot oh nice she came to home club she came to home club and then she also came to l club oh cute okay him. so you had him twice yeah did he go to home club twice or just once just the one time right one time oh, that's so too were you managing or was that juliana juliana was managing um and actually that's really funny because i used to be kind of obsessed with drew lynch like he oh, wow. had this vlog on youtube called dog vlog Oh, right. um and i thought it was really funny and i like watched it all throughout like my last couple of years in college and i was just like manifested mm-hmm. this i was like i'm gonna meet him one day and blah 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 like i was just like oh he's so cool like mm-hmm. it just really helped um get me out of my depression moments i feel like and then yeah. he finally came to the club and jacob and i were dating obviously and i like asked Jacob, i was like can i have a hall pass like if he's down <laughs> Can I sleep with him? And Jacob said no. Really? And we actually broke up for a while because of it. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Because he said, no, if you're not going to give me a hall pass, I'm just yeah, going to be said, single okay, well, for then the weekend. I got to go. Because <laughs> I'm not going to miss my chance. Right. And then I only talked to him one time and he stopped me because I was only I was just a server. And he was like, can I get a tequila? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Deal. And then I remember I was like, because um, he was like, can I get a nice tequila? And I was like, do you want Patron? And then he said something about Patron having glass in it. And I was like, I think you're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So that was kind of the end of that. Once he was like, "Um, Patron has glass in it. I was like, "Mm, I think you're an idiot. Crush is over. Yeah. Um, But his his wife is very nice and she was at L Club and just very sweet. Um, Most of his jokes were about Jeffrey Dahmer or the homeless, um, which was kind of strange. Um, right off the bat, he was talking about Dahmer and how yeah. if if uh, right down. Oh, he understands because restaurants close in at like was in at like six in Wisconsin. Yeah, which is so true. And I also wrote that down. Mm-hmm. That was the only good part of the special. It I know. wasn't even that good. We actually have like a local comic that has a similar joke about Jeffrey Dahmer um, that I think is better. Who? So shout out to Jeremy Reedy. Oh, does he have a good one? Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, his Jeremy eyes looked good. really creepy and dead. I was going to say that, but then I was like, I, I have to stop commenting on their physical features. But no, yeah. he did. He looked dead inside. It literally, literally looked like looked demon inside. eyes. I was like, you're not okay. No, yeah. It was um, like Hollywood like sucked his soul out of his eyeballs. Yeah, my next note was, I'm bored. Go back to dog vlog. Yeah. Um, he also started making some kind of, I don't want to call them off-colored. And I don't yes. want to call them, it was just like he really towed a line. Uh, with some LGBTQ and some of the homeless jokes and some racial. transgender jokes yeah. and some racial jokes where I was like uh, it like almost started out woke and then became unwoke and mm-hmm. I, it almost gave me like beginning of J.P. Sears vibes okay you know yeah. what I mean mm-hmm. like J.P. Sears like 
four years ago vibes. Okay. Where he, before he's like super unwoke. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, whoa, what are you doing? Yeah. It, it made think, me very uncomfortable, to be honest. I think it was interesting that he, I feel like he's in his Miley Cyrus like stage where he is like, oh, you saw me on AGT and even said that. He's like, yeah. you guys knew me from AGT, a family friendly style. And this is not that. And you probably want me to have opinions that are more family friendly. But I'm not going to. And that's fine. And maybe this was that special for him where he's sure. just like... liberating or something. Maybe. Because it seemed know. like everything... I, mean, I know a that a lot of AGT opinion. comics, like I remember Samuel J. Comro mm-hmm. also like will talk about that on stage of like people expect a certain level of comedy because of AGT, but like I'm not actually clean. Like you're going to get dirty jokes up here. And true. same with Ryan E. Miller. Like that seems mm-hmm. to be a common thread. Josh Blue, true, actually. Um, of like, you have to have clean material for TV, TV yeah. but it doesn't mean that those comics are actually clean. Yeah. Which um, I, I support, but I do, yeah. I feel like for this one, I think he genuinely is a clean comic and like, is just trying to be like, yeah, I got balls like too, guys. really unfitting <laughs> yeah. to him. And the abortion ones too. Like, yeah. it's seemed like the vax jokes are down i was like laying boring black because i'm we're all over covid things like shut the fuck up also because this came out two months ago like that's weird and also this isn't the time to talk about um you know he had a special a year ago that probably would have been a good time to talk about covid covid or even the abortions when we were talking about roe v wade like that would have been an appropriate time to stand up for women (laughs) not a year later (laughs) yeah when like we don't have any rights anymore (laughs) right thank you for that um yeah i my like final note was just in all caps painful it was painful yeah do you remember liking his special when he came or do you remember anything about his special or not his special his his uh performance when he came to the clubs I don't remember. I, I think remember I was either. really distracted because he still had his dog at the time, Stella. <laughs> the dog was there. We didn't hear it. No, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um, I don't know. I don't remember being... I do remember at L Club because he was at L Club. I honestly think that I heard some of this at L Club. Like, he must have been, you know, doing his tour to practice some of this. Yeah. And I do remember being very unimpressed. Okay, yeah. I was going to say. When he was at yeah. L Club. Um, and I also remember, like, so he has a traumatic brain injury, which right. causes the stutter. Um. And he's been working on it, and you can tell in this new special he's not stuttering as much. Yeah. Um, so good for him. Mm-hmm. And, like, part of that recovery process is, like, a very strict diet. Okay. So that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know? But it was a pain in my fucking ass yeah. to get the food every single night from, like, really nice restaurants and had to be very specific. And so I, ha- it's not like they could they would just order from, your from restaurant. the menu they would be like well i want this but it needs to be made like this and they need to take this off and add this and i'm just like maybe you order yeah like if you need to be so specific that i have to have like a notebook full of notes on what your order is maybe you order your yeah i'm not a waitress here (laughs) (laughs) i mean i am but i'm retired (laughs) yes exactly Uh, yeah that is i remember that being really annoying um i also wrote down did his stutter make him funny? Because, like, now that it's gone... I honestly kind of forgot about it. Do you remember when Samuel J. Camerow came to Home Club and told us about all the beef between the two of them? Yeah. <laughs> now that you say that, I do. I wrote that. That was my second thing. Because, obviously, we're not getting much from this fucking special. Yeah. Um, but, no, I remember Samuel... I did. I had no idea. I also didn't watch AGT like that. No, I, me neither. The only time I knew about it, and I think I... The only time I really watched it was for Josh Blue. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, he came in and he said that 
What is Sam saying? Drew doesn't talk about it ever. But. So Sam knew Drew before he was on AGT. Okay. Back from like that softball game, right? Or the baseball game? How- I don't think he was there in the baseball game. I think they met through comedy. Oh. And something about like Sam really tried to help him like in comedy and like because Samuel J. Conroe has um, Tourette's. Right. So like they both have like kind of speech impediments basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Tourette's is way more. But um they both have issues with speech. And so he was like, I was, you know, was his friend and was helping him with things and blah, 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 blah. And like helped him basically like to get a leg up in comedy. And when Samuel J. Conroe, he was on AGT before Drew Lynch. I hope this is correct. Um, so anyway, it's something about how like Sam was really helping Drew Lynch. And then when Drew Lynch got big, he didn't return the favor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he didn't like shout him out or literally anything yeah. i think sam was like hurt by that yeah because he was like well i really went out of my way to help this person mm-hmm. um and then when it came to like returning that same respect like i didn't it wasn't the receive vibe it. yeah yeah and samuel uh just i don't know if he goes by sam or samuel more but he was very like he brought his best friend from high school on the mm-hmm. road with him like he was so about that which yeah. i love and appreciate and think more people should be like that but um it does kind of hurt when you set yourself up for those situations and then someone just does not think of you in that same way i can see that that sucks um but good news is they both are famous comedians now (laughs) so they're doing great they're both way better yeah and just i think i friendlier kinder easier to work with wanted to go out with us like he was just a good time yeah and he brought cool people so yeah Team Sam. So that kind of brings me to who was your favorite person that came to the club from AGT? <sighs> Vicky Barbalak. Ooh. She wasn't even on my list. I forgot she was AGT. Yeah. Uh, she was good. She was good. She was funny. She was friendly. Yes. She wanted to party. Fuck yeah, she did. Yeah. She wanted to play, is it shuffleboard? I don't know, but she was all about, and she didn't even yeah. want to go to like the fancy bars. She wanted to college. go to dive bars. Yeah, she yeah. wanted to. Go, she wanted to go play some weird Wisconsin dive bar games. Yeah, and she was a she badass. She was fun, and she was very funny. Yeah, I think she was my favorite. That's a good one. Yeah, I'd say she was the best um, for sure. And then I really loved Ryan Niemeller came. Yeah, he was featuring, I think, though before. Yes. The week before he went to go. Yeah, his on AGT last feature weekend before AGT was at home club mm-hmm. and I remember I don't know how to explain this without sounding ableist but so Ryan Niemiller his arms like stop at his elbows mm-hmm. right so he doesn't really have hands um and nobody gave me a heads up <laughs> like and your your job is literally to like shake somebody's hand and to like greet them right. as the manager mm-hmm. um and so he like came in and I had like a moment of panic because there was no hand to shake. So I just gave him like the weirdest, most awkward like wave. Yeah, like, like uh, greetings. Yeah. Like, and I just remember being so mad. I was like, somebody could have said like, by the way, yeah. his arms Expect stop this. at his elbows. Yeah. So I didn't look like a surprise. Don't idiot. try and, yeah, like, don't try and shake anybody's hand. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, That's he's funny. cool. He's cool. Yeah, we're, good shit. we're buds now. I worked with him a couple of times. and um, So his last feature weekend was at Home Club. And then he was actually our last weekend before the shutdown for COVID as a headliner. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oh, shit. I remember that. Yeah. No, he's good, though. I think I 
when I think about all these people that have come through, it's like I try and remember the jokes and like some people's jokes stick with me over Mm -hmm. the years, but it's always like how they made me feel like or what I took from like their set. Like I remember Bobcat. I don't remember a lot of the jokes, whatever. It's about the vibes. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. he gave me good vibes and he, I don't know, there's just certain people that I'm like, they're just good people. And I'm so happy that you came through our club. Yeah, that's kind of like um, Jason Mewes, like. There's a couple of people that I've spoken to that are like, I don't really like his show. Like, it bores me. It's not really jokes. Like, he just kind of tells funny stories from his life. Mm -hmm. But I always really enjoyed his show. And I always really enjoyed working with him because, A, he was really nice. Yeah, he was, like, a good person. (laughs) And, B, like, sure, it wasn't, like, Mm one-liners. But, like, funny stories are still fun. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I really enjoyed his show, even though people were like, well, it's not really stand-up comedy. And I'm like, well, it's still funny. Exactly. So let's just calm down. Yeah, you want the one-liners? Hit up the open mics. Yeah, they got they got them for days. <laughs> they got plenty of them. <laughs> they got all of those. <laughs> no, I for sure I agree. Um, Josh Blue, I'd say, was probably he actually he's going to be tied for me with Vicky. Yeah, I think that's I just fair. I've said it before. Josh was one of my favorites to come to the clubs. Yeah. Also, my first weekend was Paul Zerden. That's his yes, name. That's his name. The, the British ventriloquist. Uh, my first weekend as a manager was him, and he was really nice, and his manager was very nice. Do you have a um... industry tip? Mm-hmm. Okay, I have one. Nice. Okay. So this goes for comics and comedy club manage- managers and owners, which is treat your staff like people. Mm-hmm. I think. I've talked about this a lot, or we both have talked about this a lot, and sometimes it comes off that I don't like comics, <laughs> <laughs> which is not true. I just think um, I've had, and it's it's like most comics are incredible, and I enjoy it, and I enjoy mm-hmm. working with them, but then you get kind of these, these bad apples that treat you like you are like a second-class citizen, yeah, like less than, um, and that doesn't make a good impression first of all right and second of all it doesn't make me want to go out of my way for you and to help you Mm -hmm. um and the other thing is like sure you're the talent but also like you wouldn't be here without me because Mm -hmm. i provide the stage right so like just remember that like we are two parts of like the same goal goal Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. um and so I think just a reminder of like, be kind to people yeah, and be kind to the people that are working hard to be able to provide you the life that you have, you Absolutely. know, and your job I'm sure is very hard as a comic to travel all the time and things like that. But there are also things that are luxurious about it. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't have a nine to five, you don't have to show up and, um, you know, run a staff of 40 people and we do that right. for you. Yeah. So just remember like that we work hard so that you can do your job. Absolutely. Um, and so treat us like people. Absolutely. I love the comics who will call out the staff and mm-hmm. like, especially, um, I don't know, just give them a little shout out. I think it's pretty standard for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but one of our friends who has a club said that one of the man or one of the comics recently that came through, uh, he made a note that they didn't say anything or they didn't do a shout out. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not, I mean, I shouldn't say it, it is standard. Required. It's not required at all, but it is clearly noticeable yeah and i think it makes a difference and the servers used to say that they would make more money if 
it is called out that they should tip more. Absolutely. TJ always has a thing. Just one extra dollar. If everybody here just adds one extra dollar. Yeah. And it matters. And it just, I don't know, those people. And you don't even have to do that. But, like, don't. Yeah. Like, if I'm, as a manager, like, talking to you, asking questions, like, mm-hmm. don't be dismissive. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, we are trying to, like you said, work towards the same goal. We're trying mm-hmm. to have a good show. So, like, if I'm trying to communicate something to you or get information from you so that we can have the best show right then you know make sure that you're providing that information and, and and understanding that like that is my goal like i'm not trying to annoy you and i'm not trying to like be in your face i'm just trying to make sure that like you have the best show be possible right yeah um and then on on the flip side of that as a manager and, and as an owner something that i've seen fairly commonly is that owners and managers act like their staff is replaceable mm. um and in a sense sure you can get a server off the street yeah but also like if your servers walk out you're not running a show yeah these are the backbone of your business right are your employees mm-hmm. and so as an owner as a manager like your specific focus should be how can you support those people how can you provide the tools for your employees to be able to do their job to the best of their abilities because if you're constantly acting like well they're replaceable then you're going to be having high turnover rates and you're going to be training all the time and so if you're training all the time then your business is not going to be operating at 100 percent at any point because you have so many trainees Mm -hmm. versus if you just take care of your employees and make people feel valued Mm -hmm. then and heard and loved and and heard and (laughs) loved and just like generally supported you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you don't have to love your job but if you feel supported in that position and that you can do the job um and that you're competent and that you have the support of your you know managers then you're more likely to stay and so at some point that training kind of stops so then everybody's operating at 100 percent, and then your business is operating at 100 percent, and then your right. profits are going to go up versus like if you get caught in that cycle of turnover and training and training and training and training and training because if you have somebody who's only been doing it for two months versus somebody who's been doing this for five years right. there's going to be a difference in performance absolutely so absolutely that's my industry tip i think that's a good one cool love it well thank you for another for thank you for joining us for another episode mm-hmm. <laughs> of a laughing matter podcast next week we have um a guest joining us who i'm very excited about yay so tune in for that um but as always follow us on instagram tiktok at a laughing matter podcast and if you want to email us it's a laughing matter 2023 at gmail.com Woo! thanks guys bye bye Ooh.